I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Hello, I'm muted. Welcome back to Belligerence. I'm Dean. And I'm Jay. And uh, we're doing the remote thing again today. Yeah. Because guess what's back? COVID's back. Excellent. You hear you know that, right? Things yes, are indeed. things are starting to take a turn for the worst. And our our lovely president has COVID and I'm devastated. It sucks, man. Yeah. I don't wish bad on anybody. Oh, I don't want him to die. No, I don't think it's. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not really in the sad. I'm not really in the uh, industry of wishing death on people, but uh, I hope at least he gets it after this. Like I hope he I starts he, wearing a mask. I think, he, I think he gets it now. Uh, I've been watching certain things and stuff, and does he? Because he took a limo ride today, which meant a man with COVID was in a limousine. With other people. Why? Why? I don't know, man. Just Maybe say, you want to go for a ride. But <laughs> do you understand that you can't you can't do that though? I I I don't know. I I'm I'm afraid for myself, to be honest with you. Well, you're an old man, so you should be. Yeah, and I deal with the public. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Uh, hopefully that's gonna come to an end this week. Jay's going to be working from home like the rest of us. Yeah. That's fun. We moved Jay's furniture. Hey, so we, we put up curtains. Maybe that's what happened to my back. Oh, the curtains the other day? No, the, the fucking pot. Oh, okay. Stove. So let's talk about this pot belly stove for a second. I don't think we've ever brought this up before. Um, Jay, Jay had a, Jay, you've lived in your apartment for what, 15 years ish? 14? Yes. So sir, the enti- yes. entirety of, of his, uh, uh, life at this apartment he's had a potbelly stove from 1894 that's not an exaggeration in his living room right next to the door yeah now the the, the apartments we lived in were are what like 700 ish square feet 800 900 actually to be okay exact. really yeah wow. so actually i actually no it's 940 no fucking way yeah man 940 yeah man yeah, man, 940 square feet. And how many were, was this pot belly stove taking up? Uh, About, I'd say, what, three and a half feet? Well, square feet. So what was it, like four by four? No, it's smaller than that. Three by three? Uh, yeah, it might be three by... So nine square feet. Yeah. So 1% of your entire apartment was this pot belly stove mm-hmm. sitting right by the door. And we moved it the other day. We yes, loaded we did. it into Jay's Jeep. It weighed about 350 fucking pounds. Cast yeah. iron. Maybe that's what blew out my testicle. Maybe. Oh, oh, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Think about it. You know what? It could be. So Jay's balls hurt today. Ball. Ball. Jay only has one ball. Singular. He only has one. No, I have two. It just happens to be my right one. So did you sit on your balls? No, I, 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 
they're not that low yet. That usually happens when you're like around 75, 80 years old. No, it's earlier than that. They drop. Yeah. No. They start to sink. Yeah. Yeah, I've sat on my balls. It was a really funny fucking joke that I saw. It was, uh, it was a cartoon of uh, this guy. He, You see him sitting on the toilet. You go to sit on the toilet, and you hear him scream. And his wife goes, Jesus Christ, what's the matter now? He goes, my balls fell on the toilet again. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Wow, what well, a punchline. Well, you had to what see a great, the, the, what a really the little meme. It joke. was actually, It was actually really funny. Wow, that's good, Jay. That's good stuff, bud. Well, you know. That's funny. It was a comic. So Jay has a bad ball. Um, by the way, this this subtitles on this podcast and the stream's picking them up. Can you see the stream? Did I share the whole window with you? I, I Can you see our video? On, I turned on the uh what do you call it? Not the stream, I'm sorry. Uh the recording. So we're recording this episode for YouTube again. And yeah, I, I, I turned on the subtitle things. It's it, it's funny. Some of them are really wrong, but but I gotta say, Google gets it pretty right. It even picks up like you're swearing and like all the non sequiturs and half sentences that we fuck. It, it, watch, it'll start it out. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Just testing the sensors. Hey, so you have a you have um you have a neighbor in my old apartment, huh? Yeah, they're very nice people, actually. I've heard you already had a confrontation with them today. I did tonight, yes. What what, was, so, what happened, bud? So Why don't you tell us about it? I, I had just cut my hair, and, and um, I'm still cutting my hair. I still haven't gone to a salon yet again, and uh, so I'm just cutting my hair myself. Let's see. Can you see it? Wow, it's very flat toppy today. cyberpunk thing going on. You can't still, hear me because so. you took your headphones off, but it's very flat top. Yeah, kind of. Well, I, I can push it up until it looks like, you know, somebody kind of sucked on my head and pulled it up i can do that too yeah um but yeah so laura i'm getting ready to go in the shower and laura says uh you gotta you gotta see this put your towel on and come out and see this so i walk out and i look and there literally is two big suvs parked in front of our cars so you park so that like you're in a row so like one of you has to leave before yeah, the other gets tandem, out. Tandem park. So they yeah. were just behind you. They were in front. So Laura was behind me. I I backed in tonight, and then these two big SUVs. One was in front of my car, like maybe a foot away from my bumper, and then another one was in front of that car, a foot away from that the bumper. Fuck. Yeah. So, so up, I'm like, did you go up in your towel? No. I took a shower. I got dressed. I walked up. First, I rang their buzzer. They didn't answer. So I walked up. And in typical, you know, Jay, um, out of shape fashion, when they answered the door, I was You're breathing. out of breath. Oh, my God. It was <laughs> Real horrible. intimidating. This fucking flat top tattooed up old man huffing and puffing his way up the stairs. Well, they didn't see my ink because I had my, my hoodie on, but because uh, it was kind of chilly in the hallway. They got the fucking windows opening. Man, I wish you got a look into that apartment. I didn't really. I, so they came out. Now, this is really the interesting thing. So they I have shit guests. in that toilet. Huh? I've shit in their toilet. Uh, yeah, because you live there. I yeah, but that's, that isn't that weird shit. to think about? Like, no. they use the same toilet that I shit in for 10 years. Okay. There's like my DNA is probably all over that fucking thing. And somebody's shit in the toilet that you're sitting in right now. So Yeah, but I know them. 
Oh my god. Well, anyway, there's an anonymous there's an anonymous person to me shitting in my toilet. Well, it's not your toilet anymore. It, Jay, listen, I bonded with that toilet. I replaced all the hardware in that toilet. All right, as far as I'm concerned, that's my fucking toilet. Did you replace the seat? Yeah. Oh my god, not when I left. No, I they didn't. They probably did. Imagine if they didn't. We did when we moved. That in. was an old beat up seat too. That thing that thing has been that thing had been to war and back. Yeah, we um hold on. We uh we we uh replaced the toilet in our apartment, but the whole toilet? Oh uh, well yeah, that was replaced after the flood. Oh, the the great flood. Yeah. So anyway, tell me about these people that moved into my apartment. So anyway, so they, they move in and um they answer the door and I was Laura said to me, she said, Be be nice. She goes, because I know you, because I was going to go up there and go, motherfuckers, right? Yeah, well, you're always so good with the neighbors. I mean, your first impression is always so on point. Well, with it, <laughs> you're always, I mean, really, I was not. you make friends very quickly. Really? No. <laughs> not even close. Well, I was very nice. And uh, they came to the door, and he was kind of like in his boxer shorts. It's sort of a miracle that you and I became friends that well, I didn't do something to piss you off in the building. No, we and were, then, we really met when Kaiser Sose was uh slammy. Sosa was fucking, no, we, we were hanging out before then. Yeah. But th- that's when it really was like, we were both like, we should just stomp this guy. <laughs> yeah. We kind of had a mutual enemy. Yeah. Do we ever tell the slammy Sosa story on the show? I think so. Yeah. The guy that was like, Running up and down the stairs at one yeah, o'clock in the morning yeah, and threatening we talked, everybody. Yeah, we talked about the lights being out. Yeah, and the note he left on your car that that told you to come. Yeah, yeah. What did it say? Come see me. Uh, he come said, see me "Here's if you my talk phone number." It. Yeah, let's call me up and we're gonna just have a discussion about this. Yeah. I'm like, really, motherfucker? Like, <laughs> so the guy answers the door in his boxer shorts. Yeah, and he has a white wife beater on, and and wow. uh, then the I guess fuck? his girlfriend or wife comes to the door. Her name was Tony. His name was Andre. Um, very nice people. Um, and I said, I said, yeah, man. I said, I'm from Tusi. And I said, those are like tandem parking. I said, one's my wife's one's. I said, those three spaces are for um, double parking of, you know, for two cars for one apartment. Which is pretty he's obvious. Like, and he's like, oh, I didn't know, man. Well, you know, you can't really tell anymore because, you know, she hasn't done the fucking lines over. So you can't really see the lines anymore. Were they the but people it, that I screamed at? No. No, those are the people downstairs. So I wrote a very long letter. <laughs> I didn't tell this story. Yes, you did. I didn't tell the story about the letter on the show. I thought you did. No, we've only done one show since I moved out. That's right. Okay. So when I moved out, uh, should I read the letter? Should I read the cliff no, notes? Well, let, me, let me just finish, finish your story. real quick. I'm gonna pull so, up the letter. So anyway, so he answers his he answers his door in his boxers and his wife beater shirt, which I thought was kind of odd because you have friends over or family. <laughs> hey, maybe it's a, maybe he's a swinger, bud. Well, that's what I said to Laura because here's the thing: there was music playing, and I didn't see the other people. Yeah. So I said to Laura, "I go maybe they were all in the bedroom. Like that's why they didn't hear the buzzer." <laughs> um. But they were very nice, and he said, "He said, oh, I'm so sorry.' I said, "No problem, man." I said, "You know, you're new to the building." I said, 
just, you know, that's you can park anywhere, even down to the lower parking lot. You can park down there, this too. This is your I one see, but, fucking warning. But, you know, I well, see, I, I'm kind of walking with a limp right now because of my back and my testicle, and <laughs> I... I was going to bring, I was going to walk up the stairs with my cane because I'm really having a problem. I said, that's all they needed to see was me show up with this cane with three skulls on top because that's what my cane looks like. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that's probably not a good idea. Um, and plus it looks like a weapon too. So, but they were very nice. They came right down and moved the vehicles. Wait, I missed that. I wasn't paying attention to you. What, why, why do you have a cane? Sometimes if my back really hurts, I do use a cane. Jay, I've never seen you with a cane. I usually use it walk just around the house, dude. What? Wait, I, I've never even, I never witnessed this cane. You never saw my cane? No. Get it. Hold on. Jay's going to go get his cane. What an old fucking bastard this guy is. You look great, by the way. This is going on YouTube with your fucking pajama pants flying around in the wind. <laughs> They're great pants, man. They're so comfortable. Oh, uh, dude, I got fucking clearance pants from Kohl's, like three pairs of sweatshirts, sweaters, I mean, sweatpants. Fuck. Yeah, we went hiking around. today. We, we got lost in the woods. I'll tell that in a minute. If you've ever heard of Stacy Adams, they make really nice shoes and uh, stuff. Talk and... about. Yeah, I know. I know your obsession with Stacy Adams. Well, they make great pajamas. So, anyway, here we go. You ready? Yeah, let's see it. Oh, yeah, all right. Did you use that on stage? No. Uh, I figured you, like, banged it against the stage. Wow, look at that, man. What a guy. All yeah, right. It's, it's pretty solid. It's made out of metal. Do you, um, so, I, I needed something to help me walk. Do you use that, well, in, anyway, bed? Do you use that in bed? Huh? Do you, do you use it in bed? No, I don't use it in bed, Dean. I don't know. I don't <laughs> I'm not trying I'm to kink shame you. I'm just asking. That's you. really weird. Is I'm looking at you on the side, and I should be looking directly into the camera, and I'm not. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. You can't look into a camera. No, you can't. But anyway, so I I thought they were very nice people. I just thought it was weird that I didn't see the people that were visiting, and he came out in his boxers. So. You know, maybe some uh, hula shenanigans were happening. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if someone knocks on your door and you just moved in, wouldn't you, like, put pants on? I, I hope you got rid of those carpets, man. I have so many stories I could tell Actually, about. Actually, those are brand new carpets. I did see Good. that. Because, man, I wish I cataloged the stains. Oh, I got to tell I you I stepped this. on a, a chocolate bar in the office once, and it smeared i was drunk and i smeared it chocolate like all shit. over the rug it, it it was dude literally it looked like there was this giant shit stain in that back room the, for like five years well so I, before i knocked on the door um ellen was like screaming to who? there's nothing on tv to herself because she lives alone she just <laughs> I yelling go at Laura, i go i don't know who she was talking to but Laura goes, well, she was talking to herself and maybe her little friend. I go, what little friend? She goes, maybe she has an imaginary friend. Maybe she's dating somebody. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Maybe someone's suck, sucking the pus out of the my holes. So this letter I wrote, Gina. The, the crypt keeper. That's who she's dating. So the letter I wrote, Gina, I just stuck it in Word. It's 1,414 words. Okay. Uh, that's a lot. 
I had a lot to say. So when I moved out, I moved out at the end of uh, June. And I had like 10 years of grievances with this landlord. Uh, We've talked about her on the show a lot. um, About all the shit she put us through. So I wrote her this long letter. Um, Part of it was about money. Because she doesn't do bookkeeping at all. And there was just disputes about 10 years of rent payments. Like, I don't know. And then... I listed out some of the bullet points, which started by me saying every tenant in this building has a issue with you. They all have a story. They all have a Gina Cummings story. <laughs> we all had an issue. Um, and I referenced you and I said, uh, I, I witnessed a confrontation with another tenant over a very minor issue. His wife had parked in a parking spot for a vacant apartment temporarily where you yelled, I'm sick of you people. And then I talked about Ellen's apartment flooding three times before she finally did something about it. Well, t- no, she said she said to me, "I'm trying to sell the place because I don't have I won't have to deal with people like you." Okay, close enough. So I'm just going to read the summary art, uh, paragraph at the end because I think it I think it really really gives you everything you need to know. In summary, it's clear that you a don't like your tenants and view us as a pain in the ass. B have no real interest in maintaining this building properly. It begs the question, why do you own this building? I loved your mother. She was a sweet, caring woman, and we had a great relationship, and I was devastated to hear when she became ill and passed away. Uh, I sympathize with you since it's likely this building just fell to you by default, but the people who live here rely on you to at least provide a basic level of maintenance, and you failed to do even that. Please sell this building to a person or entity that can properly care for it. Every tenant I talk to says the same thing. In fact, dissatisfaction with the landlord here is a very common theme that's being talked about. The feeling is universal. Whether or not you care to change that is up to you. I'm just giving you the truth. I hope you take that information and use it to better this building. And then I, my last sentence was, but one more thing. You are raising the rent in the middle of the pandemic where 15% of the population here is unemployed. That was the last straw for me, and I would really hope you would understand the optics of doing this. And she basically uh, evicted somebody. Yeah, in the middle of a pandemic. Well, she didn't really evict him. She just told him she, didn't that renew she him. wasn't going to re- yeah. renew his his, uh, his lease. So the reason I'm even bringing this up, I saw her. She's pretty shitty. Yeah. Three days later, I came to the apartment to get my mail, and we ran into each other, her and I. We didn't. Both of us didn't recognize the other because we had only met one time in 10 years. Um. So I'm knocking on the door and, and I, I couldn't, funny. no one was answering their bell and I didn't have keys because they had put one, a package that I was coming to get inside the building and you weren't home, you were at work. So I start knocking on the window because I see someone downstairs and it's fucking, it's fucking Gina Cummings, right? So she comes to the door and, and she doesn't recognize me. The landlord does not recognize. She says, who are you looking for? And I go, oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm just grabbing that package. And I, I point to the package on the ground. Um, and she's like, oh, you're Dean. I'm like, yeah, I'm Dean. She goes, I got your letter that you wrote with your poison pen. Nice. Uh, first of all, you didn't write it. You typed it out. Yeah, I I did say that. I said, actually, I, I typed it in Microsoft word. Um, and then her and I just start screaming at each other. She's like, you know, you have issues with my accounting, but like, you don't know what you're even talking about. Um, I have like documents that 
I, I've read through and I kept all my mother's documents. And then, uh, then she started talking about well, how that's a lie because it's in the documents that her mother had. Well, then she goes like this. She goes, thanks for bringing up my mother, by the way. Um, and we were just yelling at each other. And then she made some snarky fucking comment about me moving because I couldn't afford to live there, which is funny because where I live well, now, said, didn't she say something about, she said, you don't, Know, you how, know to how to manage your, your finances. Your or finances, yeah. Which is like, how you don't even know. You didn't even recognize me. How do you know that? Right. And I couldn't think of anything. So I just yelled, fuck you. <laughs> um, and then I drove away. So then a couple weeks later, I'm me and Jay are getting coffee and I'm I'm picking Jay up. And I'm out, out back in the back of the building, and Jay comes out and he holds the door, and I see her. <laughs> Down downstairs with two prospective tenants, and she's showing an yeah. apartment to them. <laughs> and I go, "Hey, hey, don't do it. She's a fucking slumlord." And I get in the car, and you're fucking pissed. Well, because I'm living here still. <laughs> yeah, Jay was not happy with me. Uh no, no. But those weren't the people that moved in. Uh, no, they moved in down in the uh, basement. So they, where she had she evicted the dude. Was that the guy that fucking dropped his bureau? No, no. I, it was actually Andre. Any new information on Bureau Man? Uh, I don't know. I just know that it smashed in a million pieces, and he said, well, maybe I can fix it. Guy was moving in, balancing his fucking dresser it was the most on bizarre trunk thing of his I've car. On a fucking Honda. No, no, it was a Camry. I'm sorry. A white Camry. He was balancing... A dresser. A dresser. Not on the roof. On the fucking trunk. I love it. I, I, yeah. Um, we went for a hike today and we got lost. And oh. a four mile hike turned into an eight mile hike. That's scary. Well, it wasn't like lost lost. It was only fucking North Andover. But um Did you have a compass? Yeah. Yeah, that's actually how I found my uh way back. Okay. Like fucking Magellan, bro. Compasses are smart. I put the... Never mind. What? Nothing. Uh, Go ahead. I was going to say I put the cum and compass, but you know what? This show gets too blue sometimes, and it bothers me. The cum and compass. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So we got lost, and uh, it ended up taking about four hours to get out of the woods, but it was fine. That's not good. I'm not cut out. to get. I, I would be dead... So fast, Jay. You know that um, uh, one of my managers, uh, he got lost in the woods with his dog. Um, like, did he, he get so lost that he had to, like, camp out? Yeah, it was. It, it got really dark. Um, Jesus. And eventually, he finally got a signal uh, on his phone, and he was able to call 911. Damn. And, yeah, it was, it was pretty scary for him. Um but the joke was in uh, oh, what happened? That's fine. Don't worry about it. The joke was uh, in work. We had these things called tags. Yeah. So a tag you can put on your luggage or even on your dog or whatever. Uh, so one oh, of the, the managers. Two things. Yeah, one of the managers actually bought him a pair and said, here, keep one of these on your keychain at all times so that your wife can find you if you get lost in the woods again. Oh, my God. How did he get out? 
Uh, the park ranger had to come and get him. Jesus. Yeah, it was at the, um, what do you call it? What's the place in, uh, yeah, it's in North Andover, isn't it? Um, well, the one where the name it was the... Ward, Ward Pond. No, this was something Ward else. Resident. It was, um, Jesus, I forget the name of it, man. But anyway, he got lost there with his dog. So we started going in the wrong direction, and I pulled out the compass like probably a half hour into it, and I was like, We've been going north for a while. Like I don't, we're not supposed to be going north. This was start. This trail was supposed to turn to the southeast, but we've been going north for too long. So we backtracked and found the trail again, and then ended up like doing like a figure eight to get out. Like it was fine. We looked at Gina's GPS afterwards, and we had walked like it was like a circle with like a big line extending up to the north where yep. we had obviously gone off the trail and went like three miles just due north. Wow. And turns out if we stayed on that trail, it was 16.6 miles. So we would have had to do that plus the original. It would have literally taken us like 10 hours to fucking get out of there. Yeah. once it gets Actually, it would have taken forever because I would have been found dead in the woods from either exposure or a heart attack or both. Well, it gets really fucking cold too. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, so we're going to talk about I really would love to call some one ad people again, but it's too late. Yeah. It's late now. And that didn't work out so well last week. What are you no, looking I'm, at? I'm, 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 I'm actually looking up something here. What are you looking up? I sent you one already in uh in, in your I saw Google that email. I have it I have it open there. I'm very low energy today. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm just tired. Oh, we watched um, so we just watched uh A Devil All the Time. Have you seen that preview on, on Netflix? It's called A Devil All the Time. It's about No. It's ba- so it's basically about how it like it's about a West Virginian town that's like super Christian yep. and like, it's about like, you know, Southern preachers and all that, but it turns into like this. It is just, everyone gets fucking killed. It's just this, it's just one murder after another. And it, it's like about how like people use like religion and the Bible and, and preaching to like justify horrible things. Right. Like the preacher, at one point gets a girl pregnant and then basically tells her she needs to find a way to abort it because uh, it's not the Lord's will. And then she ends up hanging herself in a barn. Oh my God. I mean, it's a fiction story, but it was just like, man, it was so fucking dark and like sad. And, and, and like, I was like, Oh cool. This looks fun. Maybe it's a horror movie because it's called death all the, or the devil all the time. So I, I'm looking at it, I'm reading the description and it's like, Stories about murder and, and like, uh, a church and all this, like, imagery that looks scary. And, uh, no, it was just fucking, like, ten people get killed. And then the movie ends. It was two, hour, two hours and 20 minutes long. And it really? ends. I'm going to ruin the ending because you're not going to fucking watch this thing. It ends with the main character just, like, he hitchhiked and he got in someone's car. And then he falls asleep in the credits roll. What? Yeah. He got away with, like. Five different murders, I, I guess. Jesus, man. 
anyway, uh, so we're going to talk, uh, but we don't, to be honest, we, we don't, we don't really have any good ideas. <laughs> well, we do. We're sort of we out of ideas a little. So the show had taken such a backseat for so long that we're just, we haven't planned anything. <laughs> But I have, I, I have been thinking, so there's this other podcast and we're kind of ripping, I ripped this idea off a little bit, Jay, I got to be honest with you. Oh, now you, now you come in clean. Well, I've never listened to this podcast, but, um, and I can't even fucking remember the name of it. Hold on. Send you into another one. It's really bizarre. Uh, what is the name of this podcast? I don't remember the name of it. So it's one of the McElroy brothers. You know the McElroy brothers are? No. They do My Brother, My Brother, and Me, which is hands down the fucking funniest podcast I've ever heard in my life. And I wish we could be like them. Sounds or like not. Pete and Pete. Sawbones. That's the name of the podcast. So, Sawbones. Yeah. So Sawbones is about. Well, that's. Weird that's medical f- devices. Well, that's fitting because of what I just sent you. <laughs> oh, really? And they the show is about this. I admittedly haven't listened to it yet. Um, but it gave me an idea to kind of go looking for this stuff. I love how every one of the emails you're sending me just has the... Fu- oh, my God. <laughs> just has the subject line odd. Yeah, that's what I'm sending you. <laughs> what the fuck is this, man? What? What you just sent me? Are they putting a hook yeah, in? Uh, well, so that's how they. Well, that's how they stop the bleeding. But that's what they use. How What's they used the to top amputate. image? Was it at seventeen seventy four or something like that? All right, so I'm gonna. I can put it on the screen for the YouTube Pretty folk fucking here. nasty, actually. But wow, so it, it's so they're basically holding this guy down and they're cutting his arm off. But the top yeah. image shows two legs. And what looks to be tourniquets around each leg. Do you have it up? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not on the screen you're looking at. Hold on. Okay, I can pull it on that one. It's can, really can horrifying. So yeah, so the top image is two legs, and the bottom <laughs> image is a, a severed leg with someone inserting what looks to be a fish hook into the leg. I'm assuming that that's a prosthesis. Well, do you see this? There's like uh, tourniquets around yeah, the leg. Yeah, so they're stopping yeah. the bleeding. But are they like inserting something into the vein to stop the bleeding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy fuck, Jay. That is and disgusting. Like, oh, my God. Look, look at the bottom image, man. I they're love just, the They have a bucket under his arm, and they're cutting his arm off. And they're just yeah. literally holding the, him down. But I love the fact that the little guy is pulling on that arm that they're severing. And, and the guy that's getting his arm severed looks like a fucking lumberjack. Like, he just tossed the dude holding his arm. Yeah, he's just freaking right the fuck out, though. Look at his face. Remember, they didn't, they didn't have, like, anesthesia. anesthetia. Yeah. Oh, dude, the no, guy holding the saw then. looks like fucking Rocky Dennis. <laughs> what happened to him? They shouldn't amputate his fucking face. <laughs> it, it's pretty fucked up, the shit that they used back then, man. Holy shit. So, yeah, they didn't have any kind of anesthetic, did they? We should, no. We should look that up. No, um, because even in the Civil War, all they gave them was um, uh, whiskey, and then they put, um, oh, I saw that one with the mouth. Well, uh, these all look whiskey, like saw to me. But and they ahead. told them to, like, to like bite on a piece of wood covered in leather. Ugh. 
It's so fucked up, dude. It's barbaric. Yeah, but that's dude, how they people used to pull were so teeth. much tougher back then. You think so? I mean, dude. Okay. It, it, Think I, don't about, think they, I don't think I had a choice, Dean. Imagine if you had like gangrene in your arm and you had to get it amputated and the doctor was like, I'm going to soak some leather in whiskey. Yeah. And you're going to bite on it while yeah. we saw your fucking arm off and the same with a hand saw. That they soak it in, they pour over the, the wound after they cut the, it Imagine off. if we had modern medicine. Well, because back then there was no coloring or anything. Well, it was wait, pure wait. grain alcohol. Imagine if we had modern medicine, like as it is now, right? Right. But we didn't have anesthetics. Is that the right word? Yeah. Okay. Imagine. Can you imagine if, like, people don't really think about it, but, like, numbing agents is is probably the biggest reason for medical progress because the alternative would be people screaming bloody fucking murder on the operating table. <laughs> well, my balls just um, dropped after seeing this one that I'm sending you. Oh, man. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Have you ever been under anesthesia? Yes. Like fully out? Yeah. Was it for your vasectomy? No, I had a local for that. Can you share what it was for? Yeah. Okay. I um, I had my wisdom teeth out. They put you completely under. With, huh? They put you completely under. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, Jake. Like I, they told me to count backwards. <laughs> See. Eighteen ninety to nineteen hundred. Oh, a sterling God. silver European catheter. Oh, it's so thick. It's so thick, dude. Bud. Oh my you God. Fucking no. imagine. This is a whole nother show now. This is look it. At, this podcast is over. Look at that thing, dude. Wait, so you first of all, you opened up a whole new stream now. Bro, we should you know go on. We're like? using eBay. We're finding medical devices on eBay now. This is the and show. It's, it's $190. Oh but, my god. Oh my god. But you know what that looks like? That looks like the, the spout that you used to pop in a can okay, of oil. So for those of you that aren't watching the show, we're gonna make you watch now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it is a catheter from the 1890s, and it's made out of sterling silver. Jay, did you look at the other pictures? Yeah, and, it looks like an oil can uh, spout, dude. And it it's so it's like, did people just have bigger fucking urethras back then? It's smooth on the whole part. I'm gonna though. throw up. <laughs> it's it's seriously probably uh, an inch in diameter. Yeah. How? Oh, we talked about this on the show the other day, How? didn't we? Bloodletting? Uh, yeah, we like touched on it. Oh no, don't say me anything about bloodletting. This might be you might watch me pass out in the show. This might be the show where I pass out. Congratulations. This thing looks like a, a dick and balls. It's a vintage fleam bleeder bloodletting tool pocket knife. Okay, Jay, we're gonna play it's a game. A, go ahead. I got a game. And this is why I'm not sharing the screen with you yet. Oh my God! I've got to say, Jay, we're get, we're we're doing a podcast, but we have to stay on topic. But all right, this here's the game we're gonna topic. play. Here's the game we're gonna play. I'll take one more submission from you. <laughs> what the Christ, dude? They use it. Oh my! I can't even. I didn't get it yet. Did you send it? Uh no, I might not. Oh, you should send it. Okay. Now you've really got me. 
you got me curious. This is this is cheap too. We should buy one of these. Is it another eBay listing? Yeah. We should buy some of these and test them out on the show. Catheter, you volunteering for that one? Fuck no. My Come balls on, man. hurt as it is. Yeah, but the, what does your ball what do your balls have to do with a catheter? This one's only $85. Can you send me a f- All right, we're going to play a game. The game is going to be, I'm going to find medical equipment on eBay, okay? Yeah. And I'm going to give you the name, the title of, of the of the, uh, of the piece, okay? Yeah. It's usage. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> a cervix antique medical instrument. For, is it for dilating a cervix? I have no idea, it is. dude. It looks That's like what that, a soldering gun. This, it's called the cervix conization pistol. Yeah. It's a pistol that has it's cones like that you shoot needles. out of it. All right. I'm closing my email. Fuck you. Um, all right. <laughs> the, the, the game we're playing, Jay. Ready? I'm going to give you the title and the description of a piece of antique quackery. Quackery is the word for, like, you know, quack yeah, doctor, quack medicine. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you the, 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 the title of the listing in the description and you have to tell me the selling price. Okay. Okay. I just got to send you one more, dude. I'm not opening my email again. Just one more. All right. One more. Uh, this is fucking so heinous. All right. Um, wow. Are you I on eBay finding all these? Huh? Are you finding all these on eBay? This one's on pinch. Uh, Esty. S Etsy. Etsy, Esti, Estefan, Estevez. It's not Estee Lauder. Estee Lauder. How do I send this to you, though? Fuck. Oh, okay, here it is. Get ready to have your fucking... Okay. This is exactly what we were talking about earlier, uh, about the guys that were severing that dude's arm. Oh, my God. This is an actual kit to do it. Okay, here we go. There it goes. Oh, and this one, this one here is uh, $2,276.61. Oh, oh, God, I have to close it. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. From the 1920s, I dude. Jay, I, I have a problem. I can't even get blood drawn without passing out. You can't do this to So me. why the fuck Listen, are we doing dude, this so then, there was man? So there was a... I was at a bar once with my a couple of friends, and one of the friends had cut himself cooking, right? Are you there? Yeah, I'm listening. Okay, so he cut himself cooking something, and he hit himself in the artery in his wrist, and he had to get rushed to the hospital, right? Yeah. And he was describing this, and he was talking about how every time his heart beat, it would spray blood out of this wound. Oh. And I... Got up, went into the bathroom, and hurled, and threw up, and almost completely passed out. And wow. like it was, it's such an uncomfortable. What is happening with this? Uh, it's such an uncomfortable feeling, and I fucking hate it. I'm sorry. All right, so we're gonna. Do you want to play this eBay game, bud? Yeah. So this is this is a good way to start off the month of October with creepy, yeah, creepy medical medical devices. stuff. Yeah. All right. So. This one, Jay, 
Uh, and I'm only going to look at sold items. Not, nothing with bids on it. Okay. Oh, this one's in Hudson, New Hampshire. This is right down the street. Oh, we just missed it, man. Oh, so this is in. Go buy it. Uh, you you can't see this on the screen because obviously that would ruin the game. Um. Oh my God. I'm looking at some type of electrical box Ignore that. here. Yeah, that's that's where we'll get, we'll get to that later. What I'm screen sharing to you is not what I'm looking at on my screen yet. Okay. All right, Jay. So this is an 1800s antique medical physician's French battery box. Okay. Oh. So okay. what this what this fucking box did was they would uh, hook it up to your fucking brain, and they would electrocute you. So the doctor would come to your house with his battery box, and he would attach the leads to your fucking head, and they would electrocute you. And the point of it was to stop seizures. So now it's I'm in sorry, but it's in pretty hell. Let you take a look at it. Can you see it? Wouldn't they? Wouldn't they let you? Wouldn't that give you a seizure? Um, maybe, <laughs> probably. So this is uh, the machine. It's missing the leads. Can you see that? No. Oh, I, I didn't put it in the browser. Can you see it now? Oh, that's cool looking. Okay. Oh. Oh. Oh, you know, always right, dude. It looks like a fucking Morse code machine. <laughs> So Jay, what was the? Uh, I like the handle. What was the? Uh, I'd like to gut this thing out, and put a computer in it. Right. That'd be. Oh, that's a good idea. That's pretty cool. I can like deep. I could carry. I could put like a fucking snake oil logo on it. So I take it those are where the leads go. Put on a three piece suit, a twisty mustache, and bring my wagon around. Yeah. Um, snake oil salesman. So what do you think, Jay? What What was the What was the winning bid? On this, I'm gonna say that puppy probably went for over two thousand dollars. Wow, no, it was thirty dollars. What? That was a thirty dollar kit. Wow. So I'll tell you, man, we really, we really missed out on a bargain with that one. Okay. All right. Here's another one. Oh my god. Would have made a great mic case too. All right, man. So, first of all, now that I want you to guess what these are. Can you guess what those are? Um, there's some kind of well, the the top one looks like some kind of. So I can tell you that they all do the same thing. Really? Because yes. the top one's really fucking weird. It's. I have no idea. I, I I would imagine it looks like it has something to do with an eye. Okay, now good guess. Uh, these are tonsil cutters. Oh my fucking god! So what these things did is they would shove Dude, these down your throat, and up. they would quite literally chop. Oh, that looks like a golf club. They would open them up, and they would chop your tonsils out of your fucking your fucking neck. Oh my god! And that's how they remove people's tonsils. What the fuck is that though? That's like it has like pins on the end, which I'm assuming yeah. is like when like you have a a piece of steak that won't cooperate. <laughs> like when one one falls into the broiler, and you have to like reach the tongs in there to poke at it and get it out. That's just fucking wrong. So dude. if your tonsil starts to slip down your neck, they would stick the poker down there and just plop, <laughs> pop yeah. it out. So That's Jay. Great. For a set of three of these uh, antique, by the way, they're called tonsil guillotines. 
Well, that makes sense. Uh, what do you What do you think those cost? I'm I'm gonna say about maybe two hundred dollars. Oh, you're you're going high on these, man. You're going real high. It's really? fifty one bucks. Oh. Okay. Also, I have bad news, bud. Yeah. So the the thing that you thought was a catheter was actually a tracheotomy tube. Thank fucking God. Oh. So Jay thought that this one inch diameter, it wasn't your fault. Well, no, it was labeled yeah, catheter. That, that's what it looked like. The person was labeled, on eBay yeah. was selling a tracheotomy tube as a catheter, um, which made me envision this big metal pipe being shoved up someone's urethra well, at a 45 I, you know, degree you, angle. Now that you look at it, I mean, yeah, I guess it, it looks like a tracheotomy tube. tube. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, they labeled it wrong, the fuckers. Oh, thank God, though. That would have really been horrible. Yeah, that was fucking... That made my balls hurt, I'm telling you. Well, your balls already hurt. Well, yeah, but it made them hurt even more. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll do one more of these, and then we'll get to the lists that we uh, we wanted to go through. Oh, Jay. Oh, oh baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> here's, a, here's one for the whole family. Um. All right, bud. I want you to guess what this is. What? Anything? Looks like a fucking coffee grinder. What is it? It does look like a coffee grinder. It does look a lot like a coffee grinder. Irrigated system. So in French, it says on this bottle or this brass coffee grinder looking medical device it says irrigator system do doctor eguisier and i'm guessing that that last word is the key word here um you got any guesses yeah <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up <laughs> Uh, I'm what well, then there's a spout at the end of it. Yeah, there's a spout at the end. The spout is a very special purpose. I have no idea, dude. It's an enema box. Oh my God. It's an enema box. It's, it's a- an enema pump. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. I got it right. <laughs> so, all right. Oh. Here's how this works. Jay, you ready for this bud? So that's spout at the bottom. Okay. Yeah. That would go into the anus. Okay. And then you'd fill it up with water. Yeah. And you turn the crank at the top. So it pumps it into your ass. To pressurize your asshole. Yeah. And then you'd pull the spout out, and hopefully that would send uh, all of the the clog out out flying. Wow. Wow. Good guess, bud. Do you have one of these? Do you have the wood stove? (laughs) Do you have an enema pump from the fucking 1800s in there, too? No. No. But that's pretty I bet uh, that felt real nice. That was pretty For interesting. For honest, Abe. Wow. All right, we're going to go through some of these. Um, I have to share. What the fuck is that? Yeah. So these are the strangest <laughs> and most terrifying medical devices throughout history. You ready for some fun, Jay? Sure. All right. So the first one is uh, the... <laughs> What the absolute <laughs> fuck? All right, so let me describe this picture for those of you that aren't watching on YouTube. Radiation-infused um, water well, no, 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 no. So the description is above the picture. Ignore Jay Leno here. Um, it's above the picture. 
So this is the picture for the description above. Just to describe the picture, it's it's uh, what looks like a bottomless John Travolta lying face down on a plank while an Amish man in a pointy hat blows a pipe into his asshole. Do I get that? Is that a good description? Uh, yeah, so, pretty much. So butt-smoking tobacco enema kits. When tobacco first came over from the New World, many Western doctors thought it could hold some medicinal properties. However, somehow, this crackery created God. the s- tobacco smoke enema, literally blowing smoke up your ass to treat everything from colds to cholera. It was popularly used to revive victims of drowning accidents. What? All right, so if I'm reading that properly, that means that someone would drown, their lungs would fill up with water, and, and then someone would blow a tobacco pipe up your ass to presumably force the water out of your lungs. What the that, fuck? Was that dude. successful? <laughs> I really want to know, like, the guy that did this. I wish I lived in these times. I That's fucked up, dude. This site is great, by the way. We should probably shout them out since I'm sharing it on YouTube, but it's called I fucking IFL Science. Oh, okay. Which I believe stands for I fucking love science. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's really a cool take on these things. All right. So moving on. Radiation-infused water filters. Oh, that's the one that I read, right? Oh. So, by the way, back then, I, I'm reading a book. Um, do you know what HeLa cells are? What is it? HeLa cells, H-E-L-A. I've heard of, I don't really know what they are, right. but I've heard that before. So I'm reading a book called The Immortal Life of Gila Lax by, oh. I'm sorry, Gila Lax, The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lax uh, by Rebecca Sloot, by the way. Excellent fucking book. Excellent, okay. excellent book. Um, HeLa cells were the first. So, all right, the way they labeled cells in a lab was by the first two in la, the first two initials of a patient's first name and then the first two initials of their last name. So Gila was Henrietta Lacks, right? H-E-L-A. Henrietta Lacks was a poor black woman living in Baltimore in the early 1950s. She ended up having cervical cancer, um, which spread all throughout her body. And back then, there were no, like, patient rights laws that would, like, prevent doctors from just taking tissue samples without telling a patient. Right. So... Back then, they they were really a big scientific initiative was to get cell lines to grow in labs, like get them to grow and multiply and be able to like test on them without them dying off. Her cells that they removed from her cervical cancer tumor grew like crazy um, and they became an immortal cell line. So to this day, 70 years later, almost every lab has HeLa cells in it. Um, really? So they all came from this one woman. So the reason I bring this up is because they this book talked about her treatment for cervical cancer. You know what they used to fucking do? So before they had radiation therapy, they would take radon, like cl- chunks of radon. You know what radon they is? Shove it up there? And they'd wrap it in like a cloth and they would literally shove these things into this woman's vagina. And they would just stick them in there and secure them. And then she had to walk around with them for a couple of days. What the Now, fuck? radon kills you very quickly. 
Um, it would also kill the cancer cells, but typically it would lead to like malignancies elsewhere. And she ended up dying of, she had cancer all over her body, which Jesus, man. could have been exacerbated by the radon. So anyway, I've not, heard not for nothing, but human beings are fucking stupid. Well, okay. It sounds crazy now, right? But who, who, first of but all, we didn't did understand have, radiation back then. But and then did it was they deadly. have anybody that was successful at this? Well, it would actually cure the cancer in a sense because it would kill the cancer cells, but it would kill everything else too. Which that was the problem is that like, not well, only did I'm it kill saying. the cancer, it killed fucking everything it touched. Wow. So in a sense, like someone discovered that radiation kills cells and then they're like, we can use this to cure cancer, which like that logic isn't crazy. Like that, that seems like an, a step by step process, right? Like I could see how yeah, you'd arrive there. Uh, it's just fucking weird, dude. It's, I guess. But look at smoking, guess, man. Like people didn't know that fucking smoking cigarettes was a, a big deal until what? The seventies. Yeah. And the Marlboro man died of cancer. Did he? Yeah. Was he old? Well, I mean, he was old enough. Remember the Marlboro Man? Well, do I remember the Marlboro Man, Jay? I'm 33 years old. I mean, I know they, of them. I mean, they. You know, I've I heard of them. They man. used to have. They used to have. Uh, you know, um, what do you call? I it? thought it was a mascot, like a cartoon. No, they used to have. Uh, they used to actually have commercials of of uh, cigarette commercials on TV. Yeah, it's on the screen now. Yeah, the Marlboro Man was a real deal. Who played was him? It, Nineteen. Last appearance was in nineteen ninety nine. Wow, that late. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he used to cruise up on his horse and he'd smoke a Marlboro and. Well, because they can't advertise cigarettes on television now. No. Uh, you actually can't did, even advertise I alcohol remember. until after a certain hour. Well, I remember when they did, though, it would say uh, a big thing would come up the side of the box and would say the Surgeon General has stated that cigarette smoking can be hazardous to your health. So, the yeah, so the, you know, the black box warning. Remember the yeah. fucking uh, the boxes they used to put out with, like, dead fetuses and shit on them? Yep. That stuff. Ugh. England, they do that, too, in the U.K. It's fucking weird, Rotten man. teeth, things like that. Um, so the original Marlboro Man was a gay man named Christian Harron, and he died of AIDS in 1996. Oh, I thought he died of cancer. Well, but there were multiple men who played the Marlboro man. Um, yeah. The second one, Daryl Winfield. (laughs) 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 I mean, two Marlboro men. I, yeah, I I, I guess, uh, the second one lived to be 85. It doesn't say how he died. And then what else? How are any more Marlboro men? Yeah, I guess not. Former rodeo cowboy Brad Johnson. He's still alive, though. I remember Brad oh, Johnson. We used to watch rodeo a lot when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Oh, here we go. Five. <laughs> My dad was really into fucking bull riding. I don't know, your man. Dad, your dad's in all kinds of shit. Yeah, he's man. an eccentric fucking man. Anyway, five men who appeared in Marlboro related advertisements Wayne McLaren, David McLean, Dick Hammer. Hold on. Stop the presses. <laughs> Who's Dick Hammer? Well, this man's literal actual name is Dick Hammer. 
Hold on a second. Hold on just one goddamn second. How is Dick Hammer not a fucking porn star? His name is Dick Hammer. Richard yeah. Bernard Hammer was an American athlete, firefighter, and actor. Uh, he was a basketball player, and he complete, competed in volleyball in the 64 Summer Olympics. Wow. That's messed up. Dick Hammer. Dick Hammer. Eric Lawson and Jerome Edward Jackson all died of smoking-related diseases, thus earning Marlboro cigarettes, specifically Marlboro Reds, the, kick, the nickname Cowboy Killers. Wow. Uh, all right. I, I just sent you two more. No, I'm not opening my mail again. We'll save them. No, no, these, these are good. All right, these are good we'll ones. circle back. Let's get through this they fucking They won't make article. you vomit. Okay. I, I, well, honey, you don't know me. It's no, pretty- they're very interesting. So radiation-infused water filters. Some 100 years ago, just after Marie Curie was pioneering research on radioactivity, humans thought it would be a good idea to add radiation to drinking water. It's believed that this idea kicked off a few well-known natural hot springs that were radioactive. Hot spas are good for your health, so perhaps radiation was the decisive factor. Water tanks, called fancy names like Revigorator, Radium Spa, in the Zimmer Emanator hit the market with the purpose of adding low levels of radiation to drinking water. One such device, the radium ore revigorator, was a water cooler lined with carnitite, an ore of uranium in radium that undergoes radioactive decay and yields radon gas. Yum. Um, it the, says yum. The, <laughs> the most famous advocate was a U.S. socialite and athlete named Eben Byers who died in 1932 from cancer after being prescribed radium dissolved in water. What the we really, dude. as a species, did not understand radiation. Dude. But it is such a strange thing to think about. Like these rocks give off, they, they break down in, into isotopes, which then give off an aura. Dude, anything that, that glows in the dark, I am not eating, okay? <laughs> uh, oh, here's another one about radiation. So back when the U.S. and USSR were obsessed with giving each other radiation poisoning, poisoning uh, scientists used dummies to simulate radiation exposure. What? Wow, I want to read. A, there's a book on this called The Plutonium Files. I want to read that. So they used to carry out radiation I'm exposure reading, I'm sorry, but I'm reading the one on the bottom. Well, we're... <laughs> Yeah, that this is the uh, we're gonna skip the radiation stuff. This is the cream of the crop. This is the reason why I opened this article Holy in the first place. Jay, fuck, that dude. if you're for, if you're if you're not privy, Jay, that is a bear trap for your penis. Can you? Oh, look at the my teeth. God, bud, you think your testicles hurt now? You ain't seen nothing. Here's the subject oh lines God. of Jay's last two emails. By the way. Cool, cool, what the fuck? Hey, it's the power glove. (laughs) All right. That's what I said. So we're going to talk about uh, the anti-masturbation penis rings. Something about these rings tell me they might have been effective. I don't get it. No, really? Wow. So here's the thing. You get a hard-on, right? And it would expand. thing like. Is the thing like just like grip hold of your dick? Yeah, so it doesn't snap shut. That's what it looks like it did. So throughout history, masturbation has been shamed for a whole bunch of cultural, moral, and religious reasons. The Victorians brought this prudishness together with medicine, claiming that unnecessarily self-congratulatory pleasure drained the body of vital energies. 
leading to sickness, madness, and potentially even death. That's where the jugum penis ring comes in. It it's a it looks like a bear trap, right? It's a little tiny bear trap, but it doesn't snap shut. Instead, they would they would put this around the base of your flaccid penis, and if you got a boner, your penis would hit the spikes that that line this thing. Jesus, and they were Christ. often used in mental institutions. Wow! Oh God, dude! Like, okay, not every boner is on wait, purpose. Wait, read the last line. You'll be happy to hear that the American Medical Association finally declared masturbation normal behavior and not a mental illness in 1972. 1972, bro. 1972. We landed on the moon before the they declared that, that, mental, that masturbation was not a mental illness. So if Neil Armstrong I, wanted to rub one out on the moon... He would have. He would have got back in the shuttle and had a fucking bear trap attached to his junk. Dude, what the fuck, man? Um, here's the thing, Jay. Uh, Not every boner's on purpose. No. What if you're sleeping? Yeah. What if you're sleeping? Like morning, morning wood. wood. I mean, everyone. Like not every. Sometimes, like you'll just be in church and you'll get a boner. Well, that never happened to me. But well, I know. I don't. Is that how church works? I, no. Oh. I don't I don't go to church. Obviously. Do you think the priest Maybe that's these? why. This is how they stop the priest from fucking kids. Oh, that would have been They put these ideal. around they put these around their penises. Let's do that now. And Let's they, implement this now. I can think of a I can think of a lot of people that would benefit from this. Yes. They should yes, put this around pedophiles. Chris Christie's head. Pedophiles. Imagine if that was the punishment for pedophilia. Let's fucking do this. Let's let let's do this. Honestly, man, that's that's not a bad idea. You get a hard on looking at a little kid. This would I mean, be ideal. Well, really, you get a hard on in general. <laughs> You're no fuck them. But Priests, any hard on they got. Pedophiles, rapists. I say we get this implemented. All right. We should still want to start a campaign. Hashtag yes. bring back bring back the jugum penis ring. Is that too wordy? No. <laughs> All right, everybody. Use hashtag hashtag jugum J U G U M penis ring. And and well, if we get a hundred thousand signatures, we can petition the White House. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. So if you get a hundred thousand signatures on any petition, but, but the White but House has to has to actually act on it. Do you know that? It has to be for pedophiles and rapists. Yeah, sexual predators. And fucking Catholic priests. Sexual predators. And, and then oh, if you want to become a priest, let's, you have to wear this. Let's not forget fucking that the Boy Scouts of America are going bankrupt right now. Oh, because, that's right. Uh, Them too. Well, yeah. they're going to go bankrupt. So I guess those people will all become priests. I just froze. No, you didn't. Your really? camera froze. Just turn the camera off. Oh, there I am. Oh, you're back. Okay. Jay's bandwidth sucks. But your audio <laughs> is still good, which is all that really Great. matters. Um, and plus, I'm, wor- I'm working from home. This should go over well. Well, I'm not sharing. Right now, I have the medical devices on the screen anyway that's being recorded, so don't worry about it. Um, but I'm just, I really I like think this idea, that- Jay. I think, I think you're on to something. So, like, if you go to yeah. preschool, like, before you gra- when you graduate, you get one of these fitted. Yeah. Yeah. And in in, in this, you have to wear it for the rest of your priesthood. 
Well, I mean, you know, I don't think. All or if you go, how about if you go twenty? If you go fifteen years without raping a kid, you can take it off. Ten years. I, I, they should be <laughs> totally fucking. But then, if you do it once, you got to put it back on forever. I, I'm really blown away by that, dude. Like, I, I just, I don't know. That's the thumbnail. I gotta save this picture. By the way, that is absolutely the thumbnail for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never guess what this bizarre, is. It's one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen or heard of. And for them to ban it in 1972. Would you try this out on the show? Are you fucking for real? My fucking right you. testicle is killing me right now. I'll pay you. But yeah, but see, this would take the your mind off your testicle and put it and put no. it and put it right on your penis. <laughs> oh my god. All right, let's move on. The next one's about masturbation, too. Um, and by what? the way, we didn't plan for this. Like, I know that, like, ha-ha, belligerent podcast. All they talk about is dicks and farts and assholes. But no, this is, we're really just innocently going through this list. Um, while, we're, while we're on the topic of masturbation, while the Jugum penis was a bit medieval in its methods, the electric alarm was a much more civilized way. <laughs> civilized. This is civil. This is how civilization works. A civilized way to stop masturbation. Once again, it consisted of a ring that fit around the penis. If the penis became erect, it would push a bolt that would <laughs> that would complete an electric circuit and sound an alarm. There were also examples what? of this contraption that just didn't ring, didn't just ring an alarm. They electrically shocked the patient's penis. Now this I can get behind. We should both wear these during the show. And if you no. hear if you hear the erection alarm go off, we can like play like a sound and maybe do a drum solo. <laughs> do you see this picture? No. The instrument consists of a ring A, which is hinged for the purpose of keeping the circuit open. While the organ is quiescent, which means flaccid, quiescent. upon the ring is a flat plate of ivory furnished with a bolt, which, upon erection, is pushed backwards so as to complete the circuit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I grew up in the wrong time. Really? That's how they killed Tesla. They fucking they shocked his penis and... <laughs> Until he killed no, I think Tesla, Tesla shocked himself a few times. Yeah. Oh, he probably stuck his dick in the fucking reactor or whatever. No. Do you know what Tesla actually invented, like successfully invented wireless electricity? Yeah. But he didn't have the funding to actually follow through with it, and the whole project fell apart. But that, yeah, and then, w- Wardenclyffe. And then, he died, and then he died a pauper. Well, Warden, yeah. Uh, Wardenclyffe, his, it's now a museum. Um, I think I talked about this on the show. Matt Inman, the cartoonist at the oatmail.com, which I highly recommend, by the way, um, raised enough money to buy Wardenclyffe from the state of New York, and they turned it into a Tesla plant, uh, a Tesla museum. Oh, really? Yeah, but he had a reactor on the top of Wardenclyffe that he claimed could beam electricity. I don't remember. I don't know how much distance. I don't want to speculate, but it could yeah, uh, I, supposedly I, I, beam electricity. Wanted, yeah, he wanted to set up those towers like yes. around the city. Yep. Yeah, it was a pretty cool idea. Um, but, and you know, you know, to this day, we still haven't figured out wireless electricity. Well, everybody laughed. Well, at Edison him. ruined his life. Yeah, well, Edison was a real stand-up kind of guy, real American. 
Yeah. Um, how about this electrotherapeutic cage, Jay? Okay, what does this do? Although it doesn't look or sound too therapeutic, the electrotherapeutic cage was used in France between 1890 and 1910 to treat people suffering from psychiatric and neurological disorders. Patients would stand in the booth while strong currents zapped around them in a cage of wires. This wouldn't have hurt the patients, although it's pretty doubtful it would have would have helped them either. So you'd get in this cage, like you're in the money fucking tube at Foxwoods, and instead of money flying out of the top of it, electrical current would surround you. Wow. Oh. Why? My God. Fuck that. Look at this, Jay. You look at this right now. What is that? This is a modern health education doll. Smokey Susan. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? So again, for those of you who aren't watching, this is literally a jar, a mason with jar. With a fetus in it. With a fetus inside of it. Not a real fetus. A fake one. Well, which, which, by the way, has a tube coming out of its head. And it attaches to what can only be described as a Chucky doll head shoved into the top of this jar with a cigarette in its mouth. What the fuck? Meet Smokey Susan. Dude, this, there's got to be a video on this. A modern... Okay, we'll find... Yeah, that's a, that's a great idea, Jay. I got to give it to you. That was a good one. Let's, let's see if I want to know what this does. Smokey Susan. What the oh, here we go. I found one. Ready? No way. Well, read it first. Here, I'll let you take this in. Wow. Wow. I don't. I don't, I don't really understand what. That's the only video about, that though. I could find on YouTube. So I'll, I'll read the description. All right. So basically, inside of this jar is a fetus. And you'd put Smokey Susan, you put a cigarette in Smokey Susan's mouth and there's a pump on the back of her head and you'd pump it to smoke the cigarette. So you'd light it, stick it in her mouth. The smoke is channeled into the jar containing water in a model of a fetus. As the cigarette burns away, the water will turn a gross brown color and tar collects at the water line. And I'm guessing it stains the fetus. That fetus is fucking disturbing looking. It's, it looks like an alien. Why would, it, why would it have, why would a fucking fetus's legs be that long? <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's what a fucking fetus looks like. It looks Not like nothing, but the whole fucking thing's ridiculous. It, it, was it supposed to scare kids or, or teenagers into not having babies if they're well, smoking? Well, yeah. So, I mean, let's pull up Come some on. of the ads. Come on. Anti. Come on. Smoking. Come on, man. Inserts. UK. Um. Oh, here we go. So look at some of these. So England used to put these in cigarette packs. They might still do it. So the UK is a lot more serious about scaring people to stop them from smoking than we are. But like, look at some of this. Look at the pictures of teeth, rotten Jesus. teeth, and like a body with a toe tag. Fucking oh my God. pictures of tumors. So like you'd go buy a pack of cigarettes and instead of getting a pack of look at the front of the cancer. Look at the front of the pack, Jay. Do you see that? You see what that is? That's a Where? fucking dead baby. Oh yeah. 
So you'd go to buy your cigarettes. You'd walk up to the nice man at the 7-Eleven and you'd say, hi, can I get a pack of Marlboros? And what he would hand you is a box with a picture of a dead baby on one side and a fucking woman with her mouth open and a giant cancerous tumor on her tongue on the other side. Cool. Wow. Don't, oh, how about this lady coughing up blood? You see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. That's great. I would, I, I mean, imagine like the poor people that just like don't smoke, but have to look at this shit all day, like in a convenience store. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up, man. Oh, I'm sure it was effective. Who fucking smokes That's anymore? Lots of people. My wife does. Yeah. But okay. Who on like who starts smoking nowadays? You'd be surprised. Uh, oh, excuse me. A lot of kids uh, have. I'm sorry. Are we boring kids- you? No, I was just yawning. I'm tired. What can I say? Um, what the fuck is that? It's a head drill. Please finish your point. <laughs> Got a headache? <laughs> That's the first line. Um, um, kids don't no, smoke anymore, of, I don't think. Or at least not a lot of yeah, them. No, they do. A lot of, a lot of kids are smoking. That's weird it's to like me. It's like a new thing. Not vapes, again. though. Like cigarettes. Yeah, cigarettes. Wow. Well, how could you in 2020 start smoking cigarettes? Who knows? Like, man. what is the appeal at this point? It's, and the, the shit is so expensive, too. It's like ridiculously oh, expensive. Dude, and like, they're, it's almost like they're trying to see how expensive they could get before it just fucking becomes comical. My mother, we grew up, my mother grew up smoking. Smoke? Yeah. She, so she used to smoke Merits, which oh are like a God. premium cigarette. Hmm. No, Merits cost $15 a pack now. Yeah. So she smokes Laura, traffics instead. We talked about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Laura smokes um Virginia Slims. Hmm. Yes, she sure. No, 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 not but what does she smoke for cigarettes? Virginia Slims. Oh, I thought you were talking about your penis. <laughs> so anyway, um they're like I don't know how much they are a carton, man. They're like it's like stupid. She pays oh, she like buys ten dollars a carton, ten dollars a pack. Fucking a, that's insane. And like, I mean, I don't know what Laura smokes, but a lot of people like you smoke a pack or more a day. That's a pretty big expense. That's like my Starbucks budget. But okay, we gotta. I gotta. We won't talk about your brief, a brief aside. Budget. I'm gonna talk about it. I made the mistake of looking at my bank account and searching for Starbucks. And seeing how much I spent on Starbucks in the past 18 months. And it's $7,913. <laughs> I mean, that means I've reliably spent dude, you, $18 you got, you a day. You could have bought a winter beater for that, dude. But I could I, I could have bought a, something better than a winter beater for an eight grand. <laughs> I don't even want to know how much I spend. It's probably around the same. I don't think it's that high. I wasn't laughing at you. Trust me. Well, let's talk about, uh, let's do, there's only one more that's interesting on here. So Jay, this is what you're looking at here. Uh, got a headache? Get a big hole drilled into your skull. Thousands of years ago, drilling a hole into someone's head with a device called a trephine was state of the art medicine. In fact, it's considered one of the oldest known attempts at a surgical procedure known as trepanning. This crude surgery was used by a whole host of cultures in Eurasia and the Americas right up until the Middle Ages. The logic isn't clear, you fucking think. 
nor is it apparent widespread popularity across the world, but it's believed to have been used to treat physical head traumas. They were kind of onto something, though. Well, I mean, your brain like, they does do... swell with a head trauma. So, I mean, yeah, and that's they what remove they do a now. piece they of your actually... skull. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know because when my daughter, um, she had the heart attack and the stroke, Oof. her brain started to swell in her head. And they, um, they, they were talking about cutting part of her skull so that the brain would swell up and then they could bring the swelling down with, with, uh, with water and salt. Um, wow, really? Yeah, um, it's a mixture. Uh, then they, they basically uh, said that at, because Ashley's, believe it or not, this is amazing, Dean, you ready? They said that the swelling stopped because Ashley's brain was smaller than her skull. So her skull was actually Oh, large. so there was like room to grow? Yeah, there was room for it to swell, um, and so they didn't have to do that. Thank God they didn't have to cut her into her skull. But uh, Jesus, oh, it was it was a nightmare. But yeah, I mean that they do that today, you know, to help with swelling and stuff and brain injuries, you know. Yeah, I yeah. Mind. So there it is. You just pulled up the thing I sent, okay. which I yeah. found fascinating. So this actually is genuinely fucking cool. Yeah, um, it's the oldest discovered prosthetic toe. Dating back to 950 BC in Egypt, of course. Which, by the way, was Egypt the only fucking place on the planet back then? Like, it seems like literally anything that was of any substance at all came out of Egypt until like 300 BC. Well, I mean, Egypt. I mean, they were very advanced. I mean, they they had their own money system. They had uh, they actually created a battery uh, that yeah, would it was power. clay pots. Yeah, yeah, they uh, did it on MythBusters. It was pretty cool, man. They you they know? they actually were able to power like a light bulb with these clay pot batteries. Yeah. yeah. They they said they used this like um fluorescent like some type of um what do they call that stuff? They get it from like uh out of sand and water and stuff and it creates like a fluorescent paint. And that's what they used the battery for was to ignite that so that at night some of the areas in the pyramids would glow. No shit. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I watched the whole thing on it. And and, well, like, the aliens oh, built the pyramids, so they probably brought their own technology. I, you know what, dude? There's a whole thing about that that I totally believe in, but that's a whole other story. You so. just gave me a great idea for the next podcast. I love Egyptian about time uh, history. Travel. So cool. But this toe, um, they found a, a skeleton that was missing a toe. And it had this prosthesis on it instead. And yeah, honestly, you can't man, walk with your you can't walk without your big toe. Well, you could. I mean, you'd be pretty unstable. Yeah, I mean, it helps with balance. Yeah. Well, I, I actually grew up with a girl who had no toes on either foot. Whoa! She had them removed as a baby. I forgot why. I think they didn't grow properly. And oh, that's uh, messed up. She, but she's fine. You'd you know, she she never had any. She physical. walks fine. Yeah, as far as I as far as I could tell. Interesting. But uh, so researchers have found two prosthetic toes. One is the Greville Chester toe, now in the British Museum. It's made out of cartonage, an ancient type of paper mache. Look how well this thing held up. Yeah, that's sick, isn't it? Wow, that's crazy. Like, look at the bones. Yeah. And then look at the toe. <laughs> the toe has is, is outlived the bones. And it really, it really tells you how fucking. The top, the top picture is really interesting. We're really just bags of like... meat just waiting to melt. <laughs> well, the top picture is really interesting. You see how they like sewed it? Yeah. So it was it was like a leather like kind of this thing that that was it was linen, like. animal skin, and plaster. Yeah. 
They had interesting, a man. Back then? I thought you'd find that interesting. Yeah, it's actually really cool. Oh, they think uh, King Tut had diabetes, by the way. Really? And he might have had a toe removed because of it. Tutankhamun. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, Jay, this uh, is... Uh, so th- all right, one more thing. This one. The power glove. Let's pull up the power glove. So I lo- think this thing's cool. Any Nintendo fans out there? Uh, <laughs> the, the This is the inspiration for the power glove. The iron hand of Gotts von Birch. Berlichingen. Yeah. Berlichingen. Uh, a knight and mercenary who lost his arm in a siege. I wonder if this was the um, the inspiration for, uh, what's his name? Jamie from King, uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, maybe. Gets his arm cut off. Is see, if you, if you look at the, um, the inside. Oh, it actually has a mechanism like a, to close the hand. It, it, yeah, it screws on. Yeah, but you can pull that and it would close the hand. The, the fingers are on a hinge. Right, that's on the outside, but look in the middle. Well, that's what I'm saying. Get, so you'd put your hand in it, you'd pull. Oh, you don't have a hand. That's why you're wearing a press. No, to get it to get it to uh, um, put into his arm, he had to have a device oh, put a in screw. where they actually screwed it in. Oh, God, that's gross. That's fucking cool, though, dude. How would you get it off? You'd have to unscrew it. So, like, did you have, like, a female screw hole in your arm socket? I don't know i just found that fascinating i figured i'd send it to you oh, i stopped presenting don't freak out that's okay all right well this is fun this turned into a thing see and i actually have an idea for the next episode now there you it, go. it is hard i gotta say though like to go meta a little bit here it is kind of hard to podcast when nothing interesting happens <laughs> Well, I mean, when every day is exactly things. the same. But that's what I mean. Every day is exactly the same. And then the only interesting you know, things that happen, you don't allow me to talk about. That is correct, sir. So if we take that whole thing out, there's really not a whole lot left. <laughs> there's a ton of shit we can talk about, man. Um, you gotta, you just, we just stumbled upon that, and it's going to be this Egyptian shit. you got to read your Sub-7 in the Undead script before Halloween. Or around Halloween. I got to find it. Okay, you got to find it, and that's going to be our Halloween special. Is I think you and I should... Are there, are there, is there another male part in the show? Or even a female part? <gasps> Jay, we should get Tom and Manda, and you and I, and we should all take a part and read the script. But that's the thing. There's no real... The way it was done... The, the story was 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 read by a narrator so there's real no there's really no part nobody ever had lines yeah in but the show. you well, well the lines were songs I guess huh yeah uh, we could sing I mean she tell she used to tell the story I mean we could retake turns reading some of the story yeah I think we should do that is it spooky? Well, not really. I mean, it's vampirism. It's it's. But it's like spooky. It's a it, the, the 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 premise. Is there biting and sucking? Love story, huh? Is there a biting and a sucking? There's a lot of turning. Yeah. So it's spooky enough. Well, not. I mean, it's not. Like I said, the thing that that really freaked people out in the audience is when we would infiltrate the audience and, because uh, the whole theater would go black. And um, during tonight we feast. 
in that part of the show, we would all go into the audience and the girls would pop up out of nowhere and they would literally put their hands on people's shoulders and stuff like that. And I feel like there's something around this that we could do for Halloween. Well, yeah, it's we get a, we get a Halloween kind of we get to massage this thing. It's there somewhere. There's it's definitely there's a sub seven in the undead Halloween special in here somewhere that we just got to massage out. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, I guess. We're going to brainstorm it and come up. There's something there. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I miss it. And every time, you know, this time of the year is when I I, I get a little, you know, like, not, not emotional, but like sad. Um, uh, do you know a year ago is when we did the fucking Halloween episode with, with uh, Deep Dive? Yeah. I almost called them Drop Dead. <laughs> I just bought one of their shirts. Oh, yeah? The Halloween shirt. Yeah, it's Buy cool. It. It's, uh, Buy the Halloween shirt. It's got little Buy ghosts on it and stuff. Deep Dive Podcast. Our podcast, this this podcast is washed up. Belligerence, it's, it's a waste of your time. So what you should do instead is go listen to Deep Dive and buy their merch. Wow. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm sure Tom and Amanda will love that, but uh, Amanda, excuse me. Tom and Amanda. Amanda. Oh, her name is Amanda, though, I guess. It's Amanda. Yeah, but that's not her fucking real name. I, I think it is, yeah. You think her fucking actual birth name is Amanda without an A? It's Amanda, yeah. No, I don't buy it. Call her up, ask her. No, they're um. It's eleven fifteen. They're actually going to be in the first the first uh, time in the studio together. Oh wow! Maybe one day yeah. we can do that again. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. You know, it's a little weird, but we can do it. Why is it weird? I don't know, man. It's just we hang out all the time. Away. We're far away, man. Wow! Fuck you! Oh, it's okay when I come to your house and put up fucking curtains. You fucking piece of shit. Listen, that was that that never happened. That wasn't supposed to Are they happen. still up? Yeah, but um Laura really hates them. So we put up curtains at Jay's house the other day and everything you thought Laura was gonna say, she fucking said verbatim. Yeah, because I know my wife. Yeah. And then every decision you made that I warned you not to make, she told you you should have did the thing that I said you should do. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe they said, dude, we did such a hack job putting those hooks up that I'm actually surprised that those curtains are still standing. Well, no, I mean, I, I'm going to have to at some point take them down uh, and remove and move the brackets over because of the way the curtains do not, they, they don't line up properly and you can't. So, yeah. Well, you're on your so own. I told Laura to, to, I told her to buy new curtains of her liking. Um, and I'll just take those and put them away. So when we move, I'll put them in the studio or somewhere. There you go. You know, because um, they are nice. They're, I got to tell you, though, dude, during the day, that room is fucking pitch black. That's nice. And they are black. I'm going to get black curtains in here, too. They're cool. I don't want but, anyone you know, to see anything. I don't want well, to I mean, know I, that there's an I, outside I, world anymore. Well, the ones that I have in the studio, the purple ones, those are cool. Um, you know, I, I hope I don't have to get rid of those, but Laura thinks we should just leave the curtains here when we leave. Maybe I mean, the they're cheap. They're Amazon, you know. Yeah. I do like the purple, though. They are cool looking. All right. Well, now we're just talking. Yeah, we're just being stupid. But uh, I think we're done here. Okay. 
Uh, I do want to get confirmation on what Amanda's name is. So we'll do that and we'll report back. I can find out. I, well, you don't have to do that right now. It doesn't. I'm pretty sure it's Amanda. Hmm. All right, Jay. Well, it's been real, bud. It, it's sad that I'm not going to get to see that face of yours anymore. Why? Where am I going? Well, because we're hanging up. Oh. I didn't mean like forever. Oh. I just meant tonight. Oh. All right, oh, bud. That was weird. Well, that's all we got. Tune in next week for more of whatever this is. And uh, yeah, Jay, I think I think there's something you want to say. I always say it. Fuck off. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>